I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Model Podcast, coming to you from Models One in partnership with Studio 71. Now in our 50th year, Models One is the most established agency in Europe and we would like to share with you how our world works through this series, which will feature exclusive interviews and conversations with our models, talent, colleagues and friends in fashion. In this episode, we are speaking with model, photographer and activist, Miss Emma Bresky. As a photographer with a particular focus on challenging modern ideas of femininity, she has collaborated with the likes of Puma, Dr. Martins, Malone Soulier, and as a model, her breakthrough moment came in 2017 when she was handpicked by Andreas Krontala for Vivian Westwood's campaign, the first curve model to ever do so. An ambassador for Bloody Good Period, a charity whose focus is to provide period supplies for asylum seekers, refugees, and those who can't afford them emma is a passionate advocate for human rights particularly issues surrounding women so today it's robin and we are joined by one of our amazing girls who is curve model and talent extraordinaire rising star i should say miss emma bresky hi emma hello <laughs> hi robin thanks Hiya. for having me that's okay <laughs> thanks for joining us um so today i mean you know I guess we're going to talk a little bit about body diversity, obviously, with the fact that you are on our curve board. And that's obviously where you were before, you know, you started many strings to the bow that is Emma Bresky. <laughs> um, first off, I guess let's just start about how you actually got into modeling. Well, I it started with Instagram, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I was um, a fashion photography student. And so I was always creating imagery with my fellow students at uni. Um, and then sometimes I'd shoot myself for some of the projects and um, or other students would use me. So I'd obviously use all those imagery that we created together and put it on my Instagram. And then it sort of just started when, like, say, another photographer would be like, hey, I really like your look. Can we shoot sometime? And then I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like people want to work with me in front of the camera. Yeah. And I thought of it as an opportunity to learn more yeah. and better myself as a photographer by working in front of the camera as well. Um, and then it started getting a little bit, I just kept, you know, kind of like a spiral effect, like loads of people then continuing to like message me because after you work with one person and they share and it's like that whole like domino yeah. effect. Yeah. Um, and then I got approached by like a big sports, am I allowed to say the brand? I think so, yeah. Sportswear yeah. brand. Yeah, you go for it. <laughs> so Carhartt reached out to me. Nice. And they, um, they were like, oh, we love your look and you know, and then I ended up working with them and shooting a campaign with them that went worldwide. Amazing. And like the idea of that was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> At first I thought they wanted me as a photographer and I was like, sick, yeah. <laughs> but no, <laughs> they were like, no, no we no. would never hire a student no. to shoot our campaign, <laughs> but we'd like you to be in it <laughs> as I a mean, model. Well, that's amazing though. <laughs> yeah. So then of course, then obviously that was part of your like freelance work. What made you then make the decision to approach an agency? Well, because I was getting approached by sort of more, I guess, well-known brands yeah. rather than just photographers wanting to test with me and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
one of my friends who was a model because obviously working as a photography student I had loads of friends that were models already right and they were like Emma if you're doing this kind of stuff you should maybe look into getting representation because that way they can really sort of like you never know maybe yeah. more opportunities will come about That's you have management, more management yeah. behind you mm-hmm. more structure because I had no idea how that side of things worked right, at all like right. how to start a contract or to make sure that your like images are set or you know what I mean yeah like, yeah all the sort of logistics behind it I didn't sure. know it I was just like oh yeah cool Carhartt oh uh, yeah fine <laughs> just give me a jacket give me yeah some yeah <laughs> whereas at the as you get older and like I started realizing yeah I want to pay my, off my student loans <laughs> how can I how can I use this to Absolutely. my advantage yeah. because it never even occurred to me that I could even be a model yeah so the fact that like just because of Instagram people were giving me this opportunity I figured okay let's give it a go and so one of my model friends um she was a with a different agency yeah um she put in a good word for me I guess and then they asked to see me yeah and I went and saw another agency um before coming to models one and um you know it's important to to feel like a good vibe with anyone you want to work with or talk to and when I met with them they were really like optimistic about me but I just felt something wasn't like we weren't a good match right because at the end of the day they were like oh you're a bit more niche like you know your body type is different and we wouldn't really know how to represent you in this way because I don't think they had curve girls in this agency at the time and I was at a at a point in my I was like 19, so I wasn't I wasn't like big enough or small enough. Right. I was just like a 19 year old sure. girl with a yeah, not really balanced about, diet. I guess yeah, I don't know. Not really thinking about like where to like yeah. fit into. I you guess. know, and they yeah. I always get this like, oh, you have the most incredible face, but we just don't know yeah. where you'd sit, sit right with us. So sure. then I felt okay. You don't know what to do with me. I don't know what to do with me. Sure. So you're not you're not the right one for me. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. both of us don't know what's going on. Sure. <laughs> And then because Models 1 was just around the corner, after that meeting, I was just like, I think walked in. Mm -hmm. And And the rest is history. Yeah. And then, but you guys were completely different. Yeah. I mean, I do honestly feel like, I mean, I remember when you first signed with us and I do feel like it's been a case of like never really looking back. I mean, it seems to work really well. Yeah. Because I think I literally came in and like, you know, met up with the whole team and we were like, we have no idea what's going to come of this, but let's give it a go. Yeah. And let's That's see how great. it goes. Because I was, I even had a job at the time. I was working at, um, at a creative agency. So yeah. I had nothing to lose. I was just like, cool, yeah, whenever, whatever. Let's see how it goes. Do you remember your first modeling job with Models One? Yeah, I think because like my career's kind of like just happened really rapidly. Yeah. Um, it was quite overwhelming. So that, can you compare it to that job that you had perhaps freelance with Carhartt and yeah. then your first job with Models yeah. 1? What were they like? Was there a difference? I think because I started, it was complete, I think my first job was like an e-com kind of job. Oh, really? Like, or like with a, fa- I think it was one with one of those, uh, I think it was like Boohoo that I first worked with. Okay. And it, I wasn't really sure how e-com worked right. or how, you know, fast fashion was at the time like I didn't get it and there were all these like I had to look at all the other girls like and I just like looked at all like the different shots they took and there's all these standard poses that everyone does and I was like oh my god I don't even know like how this works but you kind of just like dive right in and I'm quite naturally comfortable in front of the camera I'm really lucky in the sense that like 
my lazy smile is like a night it looks okay so i think i just (laughs) smiled at everything and like everyone was like that's great if in doubt smile yeah there you go um so it just came quite naturally also because i guess i have a background in photography i kind of knew how to work with a camera yeah even in front of the camera yeah um but i had to get used to the whole sort of like fast paced like energy and everything so it was quite exciting and it was like a bit more demanding, say like the job I did with Carhartt where I just had to look kind of like mellow and dead yeah, <laughs> and cool. <laughs> I'm you just know? really cool. The like mellow Carhartt dead gear. look is like the cool look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, it's, it's a positive experience. I mean, did you ever feel, I don't know, did you ever feel any different the fact that you were there for as like a curve girl? I mean, I know Boohoo and, you know, there's a lot of sort of online clients who do have like a great image with um, you know body diversity yeah. and girls like that. But did, was it something that you at ever the felt time really aware it was of? nothing I ever even thought of. That's great. I didn't even know that curve was a thing. Yeah, it was just because someone told me you should go to a modeling agency if you're getting this kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't think there were any categories to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to the first agency, they were like, "You're just not what body yeah. type wise you wouldn't be. Yeah, where you wouldn't sit well with us. Right, but." you're like really cool looking yeah whereas with models one there are all these different categories Mm -hmm. and then in a way i guess it's good because it gave me an i like a chance to understand oh wow so like there are other people like me that are working as models and it was like i i was open to a whole new world um but it wasn't but as i started like experiencing it like the whole idea of curve and plus size there's like obviously pros and cons to everything So there were parts of it where I was like, oh my God, wow, so grateful for this opportunity. The yeah. fact that like there are girls just like me who are able to have opportunities like this. Yeah. Whereas maybe like years ago when we were kids, I, I never thought about being a model yeah. ever. You yeah. would never even consider it. I didn't. Do, do you ever think, I mean, you obviously had so much going on before you joined the, the board at Models One. Do you ever stop and think about like, oh, I wonder what I'd be doing if I hadn't, if I hadn't signed up? I'd probably like- be like, trying really hard to make it as a photographer yeah you know um being say an assistant for x amount of years or yeah or whatever just probably still in the industry still in the creative industry creative yeah, industry yeah. or maybe working in a creative agency yeah. progressing my way up to say creative director or something like that mm-hmm. but um it's because of modeling i feel like if modeling were to end tomorrow yeah. because of everything i've done within the fashion industry and this whole modeling industry everything mm-hmm. that i've done now in these last two years I have so many more opportunities yeah I've worked with some of my heroes in as a I, know, photo- like I know you work with Vivian as well yeah lot, and so really like cool. the fact Vivian that Westwood I've for those out there yeah <laughs> even like Jurgen Teller yeah, everyone like of course, all yeah. of these amazing people that I look up to in the fashion industry yeah. the fact that I've worked with these people developed like friendships with yeah. them if modeling was to end tomorrow tomorrow I could literally just be like please can I have a chance to work with you not as a model yeah. but like part of your company or whatever that's amazing the fact that I had that opportunity through modeling just shows that sometimes even when you don't know like if this was meant to be for you or yeah. like how it came about you should just got to ride the wave with it sometimes yeah. I mean I think that's what's really nice as well Emma if like I would also like to talk to you a little bit about you've developed a lot of side projects which is really nice I know you've um, started working really closely um, with um, the Lady Garden and obviously Moon Cup and you're an ambassador yeah. for the charity Blood Good Bloody Good Period yeah. which um, I don't know if anyone out there who follows Emma's Instagram obviously you're very vocal about the causes that you support but <laughs> vocal about a lot of things you are quite, you're quite a vocal girl but I that's what's kind of nice and I do like to think that 
I mean, I don't know. Do you feel like modeling is perhaps sort of giving you a bit more of a platform to, yeah, to work with these people? If anything, I think modeling really helped me come out of my shell as a night because I started when I was like, what, probably like, no, I started modeling at 23. Okay. But I was still discovering myself as a creative person. And like when I started uni, I was like, what, 19? Yeah. Still figuring out what I was, who mm-hmm. I was, who I wanted to be as a woman. Yeah. And modeling if anything helped really sort of like come to, I, I came to my own. Yeah. I really found my own voice through modeling and yeah. I never in a million years would have thought that would be the platform that gave me like all my, com- I was already a confident yeah. young girl, but like through modeling, I've like, you know, I don't want to sound so big headed, but like if you saw me at 19 to who I am now, you, all of my friends are like, you're literally a force to be reckoned with. You've yeah. grown so much so quickly yeah. that it, even my own ex-boyfriend couldn't handle it. <laughs> I scared off my ex-boyfriend because I grew so, like, so much yeah. as a person, as a woman, that I, I guess in a way it's intimidating to be around or see. But if anything, for me, I'm like, thank God. Like, if, if, I wasn't, if, I, if it weren't for modeling, I don't know. I probably still would be a successful person in whatever I chose yeah. to do. Because that's how I you am as a person. Ethic, yeah. But I'm just like, wow, like it's given you more of a voice to sort of really- I don't know how it came about. I don't know why this was intended to me, whether you believe in God or not, or what whatever yeah. the universe throws at you. But my mom's always like, when a pr- opportunity presents itself, yeah. you you either have the choice to either like turn yeah. away from it, or I could have easily been like, Oh no, 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 I don't want to be a model. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't. I could have let insecurities get in mm-hmm. the way. But because I didn't, and I was just like, you know what? Let's see what happens. Yeah. No expectation. Let's go and enjoy the ride. If anything, that mentality that I have made me open so many doors. Yeah. And now it's like you said, like, sky's the limit. Yeah. What? And uh, do you th- do you feel like in turn, like with these other sort of side projects and becoming ambassadors for these people and yeah. being a voice for these people, do you think it also coincides with your modeling work? Do you feel yeah, like it's made your sure. modeling work definitely? Yeah like more stronger or like is it is it um something that you feel is like on the increase because you've got more of a a profile now yeah i think so and that's a lot to do with you guys too because you know you guys helped me sort of develop as a model and then you also were like cool so what what are the things that you're interested in yeah and you know all the different sort of like political social uh different like sort of like subject matters that i'm interested in you guys helped me elevate that even more through my platform as a model. Yeah. You know? And also I like that you guys didn't hold you didn't you didn't let you didn't force me to hold back anything. You guys were like, you do you, like you know what I mean? Whereas I'm sure maybe some girls experience situations with their agencies where they're like, you can't be like this, you can't do this, you can't be like blah 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 blah. And then that's where you restrict, say, a model or you suppress a model to being who they really are as a person. And they focus too much on who they should be as a model. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think gone are the days of just being a pretty face who walks the runway and poses for this and that and that. A model now is becoming more humanized, whether you're straight side or whatever. I I hate these labels, but whether you're you're a main board girl or curve girl or whatever girl, like, or male model, you know, (laughs) whatever model you are, you're a human behind at the end of the day. So so. So someone listening to this podcast, Emma, who then probably, hopefully will tune into your social media because obviously Emma does have a really strong social media presence. I mean, what advice do you have to those people who are these young, aspiring, creative people that are perhaps feeling a little bit, oh, you know, I wish I could do more and I want to get into it. How would you advise them to sort of go forward? 
it's such a tricky one to ask because obviously everyone's path is different mm-hmm. and obviously everyone's approach to modeling is different yeah. for me I everyone's like how'd you get into it like yeah I didn't have to go through the whole knocking on doors all the time yeah. and trying retrying to get in yeah whereas I know some girls who've literally applied many 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 times yeah. and maybe after the 10th time yeah. they got accepted into an agency I didn't have to go through that yeah so everyone's experience is different but for me from what I've learned so far of being in the, in this industry, I think what's so important is to know who you are as a person, not who you want to be as a model. Yeah. Because so many young, especially with the younger girls, they get so fixated on becoming a supermodel. They're like, yeah. it's my dream, it's my dream to be a supermodel. Yeah. You can have a dream to be a model, but also it's not enough to just be a model anymore. Yeah. And also you're not, you don't have, to, you know, everyone's like, oh, I gotta be like this to be this best model. No, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what, you know so much about your appearance anymore it's about what story you have what your voice is about too do you have a story to tell can that story coincide with a brand's sort of like um own brand image yeah Uh, clients are looking you know it's easy there's so many pretty girls out there everyone Mm -hmm. if you're a model of course you're like a pretty girl of course (laughs) you got a pretty face of course you of course you got something going on for you aesthetically yeah but it's like, what do you have to say? What is it about you that's different from the others that that brand's like, I want that to, to yeah. be part of my story too. Yeah. Do you feel like on your social media, I mean, do you feel like you try and, and project like a certain message like that to any of your followers? Do you sort of encourage I think so. Them to be, yeah. I, I, I don't really try, I don't really have any specific sort of like you don't have any objectives or anything like or on your social media. You I just talk. Just, yeah. I talk how I am. Or play your guitar. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm speaking what I think. Yeah. It's not for everyone. And I think sometimes it just naturally um, resonates with a lot of people. Yeah. I get messages all the time from girls saying like, you helped me so much. And I'm like, what? What did I do? I didn't, you know, but now with my social media, I'm trying to be more sort of engaging in the sense where it's like, okay, everyone has these questions for me all the time. Let me try and interact more and give back a little, you know, because also all these girls that follow me and even guys that follow me and focus on what I do and really appreciate what I do, I want to be able to give back somehow and give them advice if that's the dream. Because, you know, if that's their dream, they should be given a chance as well to like pursue it. Yeah. I think a lot of people would love to be, you know, a model and, and try to like as well as yeah as well as like you know yeah doing other things but I think it's just a matter of yeah like I said knowing who you are as a person broadening your horizons I think education is so important yeah that's why I don't really agree with like underage modeling yeah um unless you know you know some parents have kids that model and then but they're doing other things yeah, too exactly. it's like a side thing um but you know, with thirteen-year-old girls or teenage girls, there's nothing wrong with them getting into modeling. But then, it's a it needs to be a safe yeah. space for them as the well. The industry still, I mean, it's still an adult industry. It shouldn't be full time. You shouldn't be a full time model at thirteen. Yeah, no way. Is it? It's still got, an it's still an adult industry at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think sometimes it can get lost with, with the whole, you know, the, I it think needs it can to be still be glorified to a certain extent, and people perhaps sometimes forget. There is like, you know, it is still a business. And I think what's really great with you is that you've shown that the things that can sort of manifest and actually then coexist together and and sort of use it all as a business, in fact. You can be passionate about modeling, but also have other passions. Yeah. 
And I think that's so important. Yeah. Because I'm really lucky in the sense that my upbringing was very sort of international. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's Filipino, my dad's Italian. We, me and my family, we grew up in Thailand. Yeah. So I've been exposed to all kinds of cultures and I think culture is so important. Yeah. Especially if you want to work as a model. Yeah. You need to understand that like, there's so many people involved and it's not just about you. Sure. Sometimes as a, like, like Vivian, Vivian mm-hmm. Westwood, the best advice she ever gave me was forget yourself and focus on what's important. Yeah. And that's the advice that I give everyone all the time, no matter what you want to do, whether it's modeling or makeup or fashion and, yeah. you know, creativity, photography, stop worrying about like, oh my God, I want to be like the next best supermodel yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Focus on what you need to do to get there. Yeah. What, how can I be the best at my craft yeah. how can i better myself in this department how can i grow as yeah. as a person and as as a creative or whatever yeah rather than focusing on i want to be famous and i want to yeah. be this <laughs> i always tell girls if your pure goal is to become a famous supermodel it's not going to happen yeah if all you want is fame sure it's easy to become famous but it's also easy to become not famous anymore exactly. yeah. <laughs> So Emma, I just want to go back to because we briefly touched upon um, some of the organisations that you're working closely with. Um, first of all, you know, tell us a little bit about who they are and what they do. I know you've done the um, the bloody good period, and um, you've been part of panel talks for Lady Garden and Moon Cut. I mean, tell us a little about them. Um, so, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm pretty vocal about womanly things, <laughs> bodily things, <laughs> <laughs> um, specifically periods. I think because um you know growing up it was such a stigma for around me and like I've never felt so empowered to talk about something that used I used to be so scared about sharing or talking about with anybody really same goes with like sex or whatever my vagina all these things about me as a woman yeah I was so scared to ever sort of like tap into it or even explore it and because through modeling I was exposed to so many different women because I grew up on an island where I was just hanging out with all the... I was like a major tomboy. So I grew up with a lot of guy friends just around boys and like, you know, my mom being, you know, ex-Miss Philippines or <laughs> whatever. She, I mean, she came second, so like whatever. You let her out. She can have that. <laughs> but, you know, she's very... My mom's a very feminine, very, you know, yeah. like elegant woman. Yeah. That it, being a woman was almost intimidating yeah. for me growing up. And so through modeling, I was able to really come to my own as a woman because I was surrounded by, it's surprisingly very female yeah. industry. Yeah. You know, like yeah. down to all the women that were styling me or the makeup artist or the hairstylist. Yeah. You know, I was around women all the time and getting intimately close, you know, <laughs> when you have to shoot naked yeah. or anything and like feeling and uh, meeting loads of other female um, photographers and creatives yeah. that they really opened up my like my eyes to oh wow yeah this is like a woman's world yeah you know um so because of that confidence the women I worked with gave me it gave me the confidence to like speak about things yeah things that are really important to you yeah Yeah. things that I was constantly sat at home questioning myself about in silence or just to myself and then through Instagram I was like I can actually talk about this stuff now without feeling scared because And so I guess because I ha- because of women, I was encouraged to really like yeah. let loose on how I feel and let go and 
talk about things that I wanted to really talk about, not because I wanted to preach, yeah. just because I wanted to learn. Yeah. You know, and I started hanging out with like my like group of friends that like I hung out with, you know, the girls who run Pussy Palace? Yes. Yeah. Literally like those girls, I remember meeting them and I was so, I was like, oh my God, I've never, you know, at 19, like going to like this club called Pussy Palace <laughs> and you're surrounded by like people voguing, which was like a type of dance I'd never even seen before in my life. Yeah. Seeing all these I mean, queer people. Awesome. I can all watch the, YouTube videos on that all day long. <laughs> I was just exposed to something completely yeah. new that I'd never seen before. And they were so like, they were flaunting it. They were proud of who they were and i'm not gay but i was like wow yeah this is amazing i want to be like these people i want to be expressive i yeah. want to be open because when you're open you allow so much yeah. more in and you broaden your horizons and and because of that confidence i was able to be like you know what i want to talk about serious things that women go through yeah i want to talk about my period amazing. why is it something that i feel suppressed about yeah yeah and then that pre presented opportunities to work with like great organizations like bloody good period yeah and because when we met we were so in sync we were like we are the same person we have the same goal we have the same beliefs they were just like you're a perfect fit and we yeah. want you to be part of our organization and i'm so happy to be part of it because now we get to work together at helping ending a serious problem yeah which is po period poverty yeah and it's like those are the things that I feel so much more like grateful and happy about as a model. It's like, wow, because of my modeling, I'm able to achieve some, I'm able to create serious change, yeah, not great. only for my industry as a model, but for women of the world and our environment and yeah. everything. And also, you know, Emma, I have to be honest, because I didn't really understand a lot about that organization until you started working with them. So I think it's, it does. It educates people, and it's not, it's giving you that platform. Would you say to sort of spread the word and, and especially to educate for people. women who menstruate? You yeah, know? women or girls or whoever menstruate. Yeah, I think it's so important because I don't want. I think it's we're so powerful now with social media. Yeah, that we should be using them for the right reasons. Yeah, we should be using them in the way that actually empowers girls, women all over the world. Um, to actually like speak up a bit more mm -hmm. and not have to feel like they go through things like menstruation completely alone, like yeah. I did as a child. Yeah. I was one of the first girls to get my period and I was absolutely mortified, oh. had no support system, nothing, yeah. Yeah. you know? Or even like things about all these taboo things that yeah. we as women and hum human beings go through. And really even like just back to the bare basics, celebrating like body diversity yeah. and just- Exactly. And just being different, Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah why should we be pigeonholed yeah exactly. why can't we just instead of being different like we're all different we're all different types of people why do we need to be categorized at the end of the day we're all people yeah you know good so, for you thank yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting <laughs> <laughs>
I guess where I want to be, I want to be in a position where it's like I can really use my voice to better the world. Yeah. To better the people that that need me yeah. or that want me. Um, I reckon it's because I'm a Virgo. I'm so like helpful. <laughs> you know, it's just like in my nature to want to like. Just You're into it. To do things. Yeah. To help people. But in nor- most importantly, to create things. Yeah. Um, and I'm really lucky in the sense that not only do I model, but I get I get booked to work both as a model and a photographer now yeah. through my modeling, basically being hired to create yeah. self-portraiture or like cr- just an to express direct art, things. Yeah, and, yeah. and like, I think a lot of brands and designers and, and um, different clients are noticing that about me and they just want to work with me because of me. And I think if I keep doing that, I hope that it just keeps, it keeps growing. Yeah. Um, you know, if I you're just, a creative out there, don't stifle your creativity. Yeah, I think you just should explore it. all avenues. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I just hope that like my career, I guess, keeps going and maybe even become bigger in the sense that I can become a bigger voice in mm-hmm. the industry to help make positive changes. Amazing. That's all I really care about. Well, I hope I'm there to see it. <laughs> I do. I hope I'm along for the ride. You'll be there with your baby. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's expanding. <laughs> my, my tummy is expanding as we speak today. Yeah. I think. And you know, as soon as this little girl in there, she'll ha- she'll hopefully listen to lovely girls like you, yeah. and lovely women like you, and, and you know, she'll have all of models <laughs> one to support her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Emma. I hope I didn't touch talk too much smack. <laughs> <laughs> for listening to the model podcast brought to you by models one and studio 71 hit subscribe and if you like the show leave us a review see you next time ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Ina Garten. Welcome to Be My Guest, the podcast. One of the best gifts you can give friends is spending time together. But what's even better than that? Cooking with them. On Be My Guest, the podcast, new friends and old stop by my barn for some conversation and great cooking. We talk about food, life, and everything in between. Listen to Be My Guest, the podcast with me, Ina Garten, and join us wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.